You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Today's episode of Meeting Pod is sponsored by Lindy. Hi, I'm Chris Scott host of Meeting Pod and contributing editor at both Meeting Place and Altmeet Magazines. Our guest today is Dong Yi Wang, Assistant Professor of Biological and Agricultural Engineering at the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. He's also the principal investigator on a team of researchers at the school's Agricultural Experiment Station. That team recently won a $1 million grant to fund research toward developing robotics and automated systems that can manage poultry processing operations that currently require human intervention. Specifically, Wang's team initially will study how robots can rehang raw chicken on the production line. The system hopefully can be used to address situations when workers can't report to their plants, addressing issues that arose during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll discuss this particular research and other topics in today's conversation. Thanks for spending some time with us, Dong Yi. Thank you. Now, robotics and automated systems already are being used in some poultry plants by U.S.-based companies, as well as in other nations. How would you describe the current spread and acceptance of these systems from your perspective, and what challenges do you and your team expect to encounter as you move forward with your research? Yeah, that is a very, very good question. And actually, in a lot of current poultry processing plants, there are already a lot of automation machines there. They can do a lot of different things. And but there are still several steps in the poultry processing haven't been automated yet. And one of the tasks is what we want to cover in our research is trying to rehand chicken. And uh, the reason there's no such a machine right now is because there's a lot of challenges to do such a job, utilize the robotics or automation. And this is also we are trying to solve using this grant. And the first thing is that in our idea, the chicken looks very, very similar, but actually to the machine or robots, the each chicken is different. Our machine to handle this kind of variety of the different chicken and to keep the food quality and maximize the yield in the practice. This is the number one question we need to solve. And to solve this problem, we will utilize the computer vision and artificial intelligence algorithms and trying to imaging all the birds and utilize artificial intelligence and smartly tell the robots what we need to do. And it is kind of individual task and for individual birds, everything's different. And the second thing is that we need to handle the speed or throughput of the of the machine. And currently, most of the chicken processing plants process more than hundreds of birds per minute. And this is a quite challenging and to design such a machine and in practice, especially if we want to integrate artificial intelligence and machine vision into it. So this is the second challenge we were trying to fix. Introducing this kind of new machine will affect the food safety and food quality. So this is three aspects our team was expected to fix, but I, we believe there's a lot of challenges and during the you know, R&D steps. Now, we know this is a four-year project at this point. Do you see fruition of some of these outcomes relatively soon? I mean, are we looking at the full four years, or are some of these 
process is going to be able to be implemented sooner than that. This is a four-year project and funded jointly by NSF and USDA. So we have uh, several uh, you know, technical parts and the need to address. And the first is how to utilize the robots to reliably grasp and handle the birds. And this part, I'm collaborating with two professors, one from uh, mechanical engineering at the University of Arkansas, and another one is industry engineering, who's expertise in robots and from Purdue University. Our you know, technical team, and they we're trying to design the new gripper and with the tactile sensing and trying to lively grasp the chicken. And the second thing, and we technical part we will develop it is the high resolution, a high speed 3D camera. It can take the bring up the you know the chickens and see the details about chickens and shape, size, and tell all this information, combining with artificial intelligence and send to the robot arms, and the robot arms can do their job accordingly. So most of the technology are quite new, and but we believe we will have some products available, maybe not commercialized, but we'll definitely have some technology there during this four-year period. But if we really want to utilize this, there are still a lot of testing and the infield testing and will happen. Of course. Even with some of these systems in place that are existent, just the mention of automation and robotics sparks concern at some meat processing plants for management who are worried about implementation costs and training, and among workers who are worried about losing their jobs. Will this research be able to address some of those specific concerns among certain members of the meat processing industry? Yes, we always have the concerns about the labor safety and the, you know, the potentially loss of the labor because of the robot. But actually, the motivation of starting this project, as you mentioned at the very beginning, is that because of the you know, COVID-19 pandemic, there's a lot of plants that actually very shortage about the labor force, and they cannot hire enough people to do such a job. So in this study, we didn't have too much discussion about the uh, labor part, but we do have uh, extension activities, a kind of combining extension and the technology side. We will develop a new camera system. This is a long-term disease called muscle or skeleton disorders. Okay, so this is the kind of diseases widely, you know, very common and in the chicken processing, you know, frontline workers. We will utilize the cameras and the track their movement and see the potential risk for this kind of diseases. And we do have another grant and recently awarded and collaborated with the University of Nebraska. There's a professor there and it's interesting to developing some survey and trying to figure out how this kind of new technologies and will affect the, the you know frontline workers, frontline workers opinion on this kind of new technology. But based on the feedback from you know the several poultry processing plants and the companies, and the feedback is that they are actually the shortage of the labor force, and this such a technology will be very helpful for them to solve this kind of labor shortage problem. And that second research project you just mentioned was part of a five million dollar USDA grant that yes. was also recently yes. distributed. Yes, exactly. All right, let's talk about the components of this first project with the hanging chickens. And that speed factor is a very important part that I think lots of manufacturers will be interested in. Will the components necessarily mean that these systems that are eventually developed be more expensive to buy and install than other automation options? Or is it too early in the process to assess that? So we do have some preliminary estimation about the cost, uh, but we believe uh, because this quite new technology and 
we believe the main cost will be the R&D and the labor. I mean, the labor here is kind of the graduate students and all the hardware and software developers. This part is quite costly. But to the hardware solution or the software solution itself, it is not that you know expensive uh, compared to the current uh, automation system because our cell phones have a camera and the camera is quite cheap right now and the price will continue going down with the development of the new chips or new technology. So actually we kind of estimate the payback period for our machine and it is about just uh, compared to the one labor, it is just about half 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 a year and uh, we can kind of be payback, but the total cost will be not that much. Now some of these high speed camera systems already in use in other factories that produce food. Is there going to have to be a special kind of adjustment made for, say, poultry processing or other types of meat processing? Yeah, so there's some high-speed cameras in the market right now, but they have a different, you know, the application scope. And our application scope is trying to get in the high resolution and image with a high speed and specifically can be applied to our rehand scenario. Kind of, we have a a chicken mountain, right, put on the table, and how can we get, in, you know, the three-dimensional information of that chicken, and then our robots move accordingly. And so we will also integrate artificial intelligence into this camera and trying to smartly understand the scenarios that we're looking at at the different processing plants. And as you noted, the system will be able to differentiate particular individual chickens at a high rate as they're coming through the line. Yeah. So in the practice, when they come to the line, they have a different shape, different size, mm-hmm. and a different orientation. And all these things will be considered. And now we'll take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, Lindy. Lindy is a proud sponsor of today's podcast. Lindy provides the food industry with liquid nitrogen and liquefied carbon dioxide gases, as well as cryogenic processing equipment under the Cryoline and AccuChill brands. Our gases provide precise temperature control in several areas on the processing floor, cooling, chilling, and freezing of food products, whether they are raw, marinated, or cooked, helps maintain inherent product quality, moisture, taste, and appearance. Browse our dedicated food industry site at www.lindyfood.com. Now back to our podcast. Now, this sounds like a fascinating project, both of them. But can you give our listeners some examples of where these systems can also be utilized beyond meat plants? And will that require more funding for additional research? Yes. So such kind of uh, task can be used in many cases. And just for example, just in the poultry processing plant, there's another part of the job that is highly related on the labor. It is about deboning, chicken deboning. That part of the job can also be kind of solved utilizes the same idea, but we definitely need a different funding or different algorithms and to do the job. But the whole idea is the same. We have a camera system and know the what the chicken looks like and we know if we have a robot, have a ND factory with a knife and how to cut it and get in a different part as needed. So this is definitely one thing we can consider. And uh, Computer vision can be used in the chicken processing plant, including the food quality evaluation. And like in the chicken, whether or not we want to, you know, detect the bones or foreign materials, or even the food quality related issue like the woolly breast, 
all the things can be solved utilizing the automation and the robotics and the computer vision. And also the packaging and the chicken processing plant is another task uh, can be considered to utilize this. And it sounds like this also could help some of the workers avoid repetitive injuries to their exactly. wrists and, and hands. Uh, yeah, and such long-term you know, injuries is actually, a lot of people didn't realize it until it happens. Right. Okay. Can you give us an idea of some of the other schools that you're working with on this latest $5 million grant announced by USDA? So that is a project So the University of Arkansas is the lead, the uh, Division of Agriculture is the lead on that. And we do have uh, several other institutes, including the Georgia Tech and the Fort Valley State University in Georgia and University of uh, Nebraska-Lincoln. And uh, we have a very big team and uh, several professors from Georgia Tech, along with me, uh, focusing on the robotic development. And uh, they are also interested in the virtual reality system and see you know, how the virtual reality can help meat processing or chicken processing industry. And the, the idea, the basic idea is, is that the human laborers can actually work in a different, you know, more friendly environment instead of the real poultry processing plant and utilize the virtual reality and do the job in that, you know, better working environment. That before the human's, you know, behavior in the real plant and do the job. And uh, this is the one part of the study, and the another part of the study is kind of we want to evaluate how this new technology or new machine, whether or not that will introduce new concerns about the food safety and sanitization protocols. And we have several experts in the University of Arkansas and trying to develop a new food safety part of studies and try to address this kind of concerns. So. And also, I mentioned that the uh, that's professors from University of Nebraska Lincoln is interested in how the laborers, uh, you know, frontline workers, uh, you know, managers, interested in this kind of new technology and how they can see this kind of new technology applied in this real chicken processing plant. Well, this sounds like your team and your partners are well on the way for poultry processing efforts. Is there a potential for this to be adjusted or these kinds of systems to be adjusted? for other types of meat, like pork processing, for example? Yes, we do see a lot of opportunities there in pork industry or in you know, beef industry. And there's involving a lot of uh, cutting, and even, that is even more you know, challenging or you know, labor-intensive and to do such a job. Well, we do see there's a potential opportunities uh, there. The reason we kind of more focus on the chicken is because the, for that grant, you know, Georgia and uh, Arkansas are the two biggest states in the United States. And right. so that's why we're more focusing on the poultry right now. But we do believe that a lot of technologies and the robotics ideas can be transformed to other industries. So clearly this is one of the first steps. Okay, terrific. Well, thanks so much, Dong Yi, for sharing your insights with our Meeting Pod listeners. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Of course. And many thanks to our listeners for joining us for Meeting Pod today. Come back every Monday for more insights on the ins and outs of the meat processing industry. That's a wrap. Until next time. And thank you to today's episode sponsor, Lindy. Remember to tune in on Mondays to get the inside track on the people and the processes that drive the protein industry. 
Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Meeting Place and Alt Meet magazines on social media, and be sure to visit our websites at meetingplace.com and altmeet.net. Thank you.